You're listening to She Likes to Go Slow. And we're speaking with Teresa Caputo, who's got an upcoming Boise appearance here October 5th. She'll be at the Morrison Center. Thanks for joining us, Teresa. Oh, thank you so much for having me this morning. I appreciate it. It's actually our second time here in the last couple months because people had more questions for you. So I'm so glad you're able to talk to me again. Thank you. Awesome. Now, I've had friends ask, how do you choose the people that you read in your audience, if it's your choice at all? I, I don't have a choice. I have <laughs> no idea what's going to happen. Um, what happens is I come out on the stage and I give my a little speech on what people could expect over the next two hours. And once I start sensing and feeling the souls of the departed is when I come off the stage. And I can't describe it. It's almost like spirit just has me walking around and then all of a sudden I'll just stop and I'll just look at someone and start channeling their departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. We have cameras that follow me around and, you know, big screen set up. So no matter where someone is seated in the theater, they can feel and be a part of this amazing experience. You had mentioned last time that it's kind of life-changing for people who go to this. Is it kind of that way for you as well? A thousand percent. Spirit changes my life every time I channel them. I think it's a good time for everyone to go and get some positivity and uh, catch your appearance at the Morrison Center. You know, last time I talked about this a little bit with you, but people have asked me this question more than anything. So if you can elaborate a little bit more. Um, So many people have asked, when our pets leave us, are they still around with us? Oh, I, pets come through all the time. I tell this this story uh, years ago, long before Long Island Medium. I was doing a, a group reading, and there was a gentleman in the group who was a complete skeptic. And his mother, unfortunately, had passed away, and she was coming through. And he was just sitting there with his arms folded. And um, I kept saying to him, did you have, like, a pet ferret? Or, like, and he's like, no. I'm like, well, your mother is telling me that." Stevie is with him, well, is with her. And he looked at me. He almost fell off his chair. They had a pet squirrel. <laughs> and they, they named the squirrel Stevie. <laughs> so people, when they have to make that unfortunate decision, sometimes with the pets no longer to be with us, and it's been like a hard summer where I'm from, so a lot of people yeah. have lost their pets this summer. You, you have some good advice for them that the pets uh, maybe go on? Absolutely. They'll come through. They'll talk about maybe how they died, what led up to their departure. They might talk about um, if you were get it, planning on getting another pet, maybe things that you've kept. They'll, they'll even describe specific toys that they had, you know, just like, you know, the souls of the departed. You know, they, I, I say this to people all the time. What I do, there might be common things that spirit might talk about, common burdens that we carry, common ways people pass, even common ways that we lose a pet. And the amazing thing that I have spirit do is to bring up and talk about things that only you would know. Maybe things that happened years ago, things that have gone on since they died. They, they channel with that personality the way that they were before they died or got sick. Mm-hmm. So to me, the, a soul is a soul and a bond is a bond. People ask about pets all the time. People ask about if they had a miscarriage mm-hmm. or a termination. And for a soul to come through is absolutely incredible. I want, and that's why I do what I do. I want people to have faith in themselves. I want them to, to believe in an afterlife and to know that that soul bond can never and will never be broken. I have just a few quick questions from listeners who had some things they wanted me to ask you. So from Chantel, 
Uh, Chantel wanted to know, will we ever have world peace? Oh, that's, uh, that's up to us. Those are all free will choices, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people, when people ask about the future and predictions, that is something um, that I don't have spirit guide us on. Mm-hmm. Spirit can bring up and talk about things, but choices and decisions, they're all our free will choices. So we can't, spirit could show me something. Spirit can show me, you know what? Yeah, world peace. But that's, that's not up to us. Mm-hmm. It involves so many other people. And the only thing that we have control over is ourselves and what choices and decisions we make. So that's why spirit really does not talk about or show me things like that, that things that I don't, that we don't have control over. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, Brandy wants to know, do you sense anything different or special about the souls that are incarnating to Earth right now? That's an, uh, I don't know the, about the souls that are getting ready to enter the, the physical world. Mm-hmm. So I can, a soul will show me, like, um, they'll show me the souls coming in, like if someone is planning or talking about having babies, mm-hmm. you know, a child and things like that. So the souls of the departed will acknowledge souls getting ready to come here into the physical world. Sure. Do you notice anything different about babies being more enlightened than they were? I personally do not. Okay. I, I, I have not. Mm-hmm. Um, That's something that I don't. I, I think um, people here in the physical world are being enlightened. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing that I can say as far as coming into. That is my hope and wish mm-hmm. that, that, that that is evolving in that way. And I think the more that we change here in the physical world and evolve, the more the souls do on the other side as well. That makes sense, totally. So once you're here, that's when the change pretty much begins. Mm-hmm. Lori wants to know, when do you see a shifting conscious as a soul collective? That's a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I've noticed over the years, um, especially over the past 10 years, um, spirituality and more openness, um, and people finding comfort, um, and understanding the afterlife more so. So, um, I do see also like, um, I don't know, like if you're aware of like the soul circle, Mm -hmm. you know, like they say that you ever like meet someone and you feel like you've known them forever. Yeah. Or like from what spirit has told me that is, they're part of our soul circle. We were connected in a previous life. So we're changing in a good direction, just probably a little bit slowly. Yes. And look, slow sometimes is good. You know, positive change, you know, I I always say we didn't get where we are overnight. Mm -hmm. So the change is not going to happen overnight. As long as we continue to live our lives in a positive, peaceful way, you know, that's how we can change one person. I I always say to people, you know, look at someone. You know how sometimes we become agitated, especially when we drive, right? (laughs) I always, or someone in the store, was they're rude, I always say, you know what, I, I, I sit back and I say, you know what, maybe they just lost someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going through a difficult time. I believe the more compassion we have for each other now and to show the respect to people can change so much. And to remember, you know, being kind is free. So 
we should all do that a little bit more often, right? Yeah, that's great <laughs> advice, and I, I know people have seemed more short-tempered now than ever, so that's good to keep yeah. that in the back of yeah. your head. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know what? We've all been through, everyone's been through such a difficult time, mm-hmm. you know, but to be then short-tempered back is not going to change. What's going to change is to be positive and maybe to be a little bit understanding. That is great advice. And I know you're on a time crunch, but do you have time for just one more question? Sure. People would like to know, because they're fascinated by what you do, how can people sharpen their own intuitive abilities? Is there anything we can do? I always suggest to people to meditate. Always to kind of just quiet your mind and just pay attention to the little things that go on around you that you might think that are like odd or weird or it just might be a coincidence and it might just remind you of your loved one that has died, know that that is them. Know that you're not crazy. It's not your imagination. It's not wishful thinking. That That is a soul bond that can never and will never be broken. And also, not everyone connects the same way. You know, because a lot of times people also say, like with meditating, they'll say, I can only meditate for like five minutes. I only meditate for 10 minutes at a time. Wow. You know, so it doesn't have to be a long time. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. It's always about just quieting your mind and just kind of feeling and sensing and taking it all in. So you kind of have to take your brain and logic out of it and just let things kind of settle. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's not, um, it's there. And I I, I don't want to say it's really not, well, I, I'm probably saying this because this is what I do for a living. <laughs> for me, it's not that difficult because I, I just kind of let go. Sometimes I think we try too hard and because the signs are always there, you know, because people will say to me, I love when, the, you know, I'll be doing a reading and it might even happen at the live show. Someone will say the loved one will make me feel like the person isn't feeling them. And, and I'll say to them, your mom's making me feel like that. You're not feeling her or sensing her. And they'll be like, I'm not. My mom's not around me. And then all of a sudden, the soul will just start rattling off a bunch of things that they're sensing and feeling and that goes on in their life. And they're like, oh, my God, I never would have thought that that would have been my mom. (laughs) So that's why I always tell people it, it doesn't have to be a certain way. It's your connection with your loved one is going to be unique and different. That's great advice. So then people probably think I have to sit down and really buckle in and meditate hard and these things are going to be black and white and come to me and you're like, no. (laughs) Yes. You know, I always say to people, you can't say to your loved ones, I'm going to see 10 butterflies and five red cardinals and two rainbows by Saturday (laughs) and I know that it's you. (laughs) You know, like just like take in what sometimes it could be a license plate. Sometimes it could be a song on a radio. Sometimes you might just get a whiff of a scent and you're like, oh my God, that reminds me of my mom. Know that that's them. Whatever it is that happens around you, you know when you find that random change on the ground? Yeah, we all find change, but it's these moments that, like, why would I all of a sudden look down in the parking lot and there'd be a dime at the bottom of my foot? Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's not that your loved one is the dime, it's their soul, it's that their energy that is getting you to notice it and saying, I am with you. Wow. Teresa Caputo, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And we can't wait for your appearance. It's going to be at the Morrison Center on October 5th. We are going to be giving away some tickets. So I'm so glad we are involved with this. And we need your positivity and encouragement. So thank you so much for joining us and can't wait to see you here in Boise.
Thanks for joining us for She Likes to Go Slow. For more info and upcoming podcasts, visit shelikestogoslow.com.